Hej och hjärtligt välkommen till Travel News Podcast. Mitt namn är Viggo Kavling och jag är chefredaktör för Travel News. Vi är Nordens största affärstidning som bevakar reseindustrin. Och i den här podcasten kommer du få träffa Rick Steves. Han är en amerikansk reseguru som har skrivit ett stort antal resguidesböcker till Skandinavien och till hela Europa. Han arrangerar också resor med amerikanska turister till Europa och ibland till Skandinavien. Och sen så har han ett tv-program och ja, han har säkert en podcast också, det vet jag ingenting om. Han berättar vad som krävs för att locka amerikanska turister till din destination. Och han berättar om sina senaste besök i Stockholm och Köpenhamn och Oslo. Och ja, det visar sig att Stockholm ligger efter de andra nordiska huvudstäderna. Eftersom vi varken har några lånecyklar som fungerar eller sånt här kort ni vet som man båda har i tunnelbanan och som gör att man får komma in på museer. Det finns det i de andra nordiska huvudstäderna och ja, varför finns det inte här? Det kan man få sig. Jag vill också passa på att göra ett reklam för Travel News Premium. Vår unika tjänst som du får, i den får du 500 unika artiklar om reseindustrin varje år. Vi analyserar de stora bolagen, vi går igenom bokslut för tusentals bolag och vi har en nyhetsuppdatering med analyser av vad som händer i reseindustrin. Vi tar detta seriöst och det är för att du ska ha ett bra beslutsunderlag när du fattar beslut i reseindustrin. Man kan fatta billiga beslut, då läser man gatutjänsten och så skummar man på ytan. Eller så sätter man in i den fråga eller den bransch som man arbetar med och så får man djup kunskap. Och ja, då tror vi att du fattar bättre beslut. Vi finns för att du ska fatta bra beslut. Svåran så är det inte med Travel News. Nu kommer intervjun med Rick som jag gjorde på amerikanska ambassadörens konsulat. Vackert i ambassadstaden precis bredvid Bärvalhallen i Stockholm. Bandet rullar. My name is Rick Steves. I'm from the United States. And my title, I don't have a formal title. A lot of people call me a travel guru. I don't know where that comes from, but they call me a travel guru. I love to travel. I write travel guidebooks. I have a tour company. I take about 25,000 Americans around Europe every year on 1,000 tours. And I make a TV show on public television. I have for 30 years where we, have, uh, we take Americans to Europe thanks to public television. Uh, why do American no? Uh, what does American want to experience in Europe at the moment, right now? I don't know what Americans want to experience in Europe right now at the moment, but I know what I would like them to experience, and that is to get away from their home and uh, learn about the other 96% of humanity. I believe strongly that you learn a lot about your own home if you leave it and look at it from a distance. My mission is to equip and inspire Americans to venture beyond Orlando, to get out of their comfort zone, try something new, talk to people who find different truths to be self-evident and God-given. And uh, as a travel writer and a tour uh, guy who writes guidebooks, I can help uh, curate that culture shock. I made an interview with Britain's CEO some months ago and she said American tourists is coming a lot to London and to United Kingdom and we in Sweden of course think why don't they come to Sweden? Do you have an answer to that question? I want to know the same thing. I've written 50 guidebooks and uh, one of my worst selling guidebooks is the Scandinavia book uh, and it's by far the best selling Scandinavia guidebook in the United States. Um, I happen to be Norwegian, so I have a certain affinity for Scandinavia. I want people to come here. Um, 
but Americans, we have more of a connection in our history, unless you happen to be a Norwegian or a Swedish American, but we all know France, we know Italy, we know Spain, we know England, so those are the first places people go. Scandinavia has a reputation for being expensive, and I find now with the exchange rates, it's not as expensive as most Americans fear. Um, I think um, a lot of Americans get as far north as Copenhagen, and I really believe if you get as far north as Copenhagen, it's not just two more Copenhagens farther north. You've got Oslo and you've got Stockholm, and each are distinct and each are well worth visiting. Do you think people are afraid of Sweden and Finland because of the war in Ukraine? It feels like more closer? or Yes, Americans are geographically challenged. Let's put it that way. If Saddam Hussein has a big gun, we don't go to Canada. You know, that's I remember that was actually a problem. And of course, right now, Americans are afraid of going to uh, Sweden because it's so close to the uh, tragedy in Ukraine. Um, tourism is down in the in the Baltics. That's for sure. Tourism is is uh, very slow in Pol Poland, for example. Um, I'm going to Poland next month with my TV crew, and I wouldn't give it a second thought. If we get uh, if Poland's endangered, we're all in NATO. Uh, well, I guess not all of us, but those of us who are in NATO, we're all involved, you know. So, um, yeah, Americans don't really understand proximity very well, so they overreact. But we're good at overreacting to many things. We overreact at a terrorist event, you know, uh, and it's just something that I think there's there's certain people whose worldview is shaped by watching commercial TV, and they're the ones that are the most frightened. And people who are, whose worldview is shaped by travel, they're not so afraid. Uh, people tell me, have a safe trip, you know. I wish they would say bon voyage. <laughs> I wonder, how come you became a guru in travel? I, I never knew I was going to go to Europe until my father said, we're going to visit the relatives in Norway and we're going to go to the piano factories in Germany. My dad imported pianos from Germany, and that's when I was a schoolboy. And I went over, and then I realized, oh, this is very uh, easy to travel, and it's really fun. And I, I've spent a hundred years, a hundred days a year ever since then, traveling. At first, I traveled just for kicks, and then I realized I was learning from my experience. I thought if I could package the lessons I learned from my experience into a into a talk or a book or something, people could learn from my mistakes rather than their own and have a better trip. And I'd have a good excuse to go back to Europe every year and update my material. So I've been doing that for forty years, and. Uh, now I've got 100 people on my staff and technology beyond my wildest dreams to amplify my teaching, but I'm doing the same thing I did as I was a kid. I come over here, I make a mistake, I write down the notes, I put it into my book. Next year, people buy the book and they travel learning from my mistakes rather than their own, and then they have a better time in Stockholm. And um, what is your biggest mistake? I must... Uh, yeah. My biggest mistake is, um, <laughs> that's a very good question. Uh, I think we have to recognize that our time is as valuable as our money. Both are limited resources. Many people are very careful about taking care of their money and they waste a lot of time. So you need to plan a smart itinerary, especially after COVID, many sites are controlling admission. So you need to know when are they open and do I need to make a timed entry? Do I need to um, get a ticket online in advance? Uh, in 
lines are a big problem now in 2023 as people are coming back with a vengeance. I think there's two kinds of travelers, those who, two IQs of travelers, those who wait in lines and those who don't wait in lines. Uh, you can avoid those lines if you're smart. Um, I find Scandinavia, it's not such a big issue, but when you go farther south, you have a serious problem with lines. You can go to the great sites in Rome or Paris or London and, and not even get in the door because you, didn't, you underestimated the crowd problems. Many people who listen to this podcast, this interview, they wonder, uh, how should I have get more American tourists to my destination? What's, what could you recommend for them? Go to your destination as if you're a person with no experience there and no language skills there and see what the experience is like. Approach it as a consumer. I was just in, I'm, I'm finishing up a one-month research trip for my Rick Steves Scandinavia guidebook. I've been in Oslo, Copenhagen, uh, uh, Tallinn, Helsinki, and Stockholm. After Oslo and Copenhagen, I was so excited about the the city pass, which included entrance to all the sites and use of all the public transportation, and the the bicycle loaner program, like in Oslo, which is wonderful. I came to Stockholm and I thought, for sure, they're going to have a wonderful pass that I can just get online and, and show the QR code and get into the site and hop on the tram, and then I can grab a bike and go and park it, and then grab another bike and go and park it. And I found neither in Stockholm, which is very uh, surprising because normally Stockholm is ahead of the curve. Uh, but this is something that Stockholm could learn from its neighboring capital cities. I remember I was here 10 or 15 years ago. They had a wonderful loaner bike program. And now um, it's the first one I ever used in Europe. And uh, now Oslo's got the winner. Okay, uh, have I forgotten to ask something that I should have asked because I think uh, our time is limited. Oh, you should ask if I have so many good ideas about travel, how can people learn more about that? And they can go to my website, which is my name.com, ricksteves.com, and see a hundred of my TV shows. And they can uh, uh, listen to all of my radio shows and get lots of good information. I make a TV show about Europe, and I just love to come over here and then bring those images home so that my fellow Americans can be inspired to travel around Europe and travel around Europe smartly. Thank you very much for your time. Happy travel. Ja, det var ännu en intervju från Travel News Podcast. Varje morgon klockan sju kommer vårt nyhetsbrev. Och vill du ha det så är det bara att gå in på sajten och registrera din e-post helt gratis. Självfallet tycker jag att du ska passa på att köpa Travel News Premium då. Så att du får ett bra beslutsunderlag i reseindustrin. Ja, och sen stöder du en affärstidning som bevakar din bransch mer intensivt än någon annan. Det vill jag lova. Men fortsätt ha en bra dag. Du kan också prenumerera på podcasten förresten. Då går, klickar du i din telefon och så får du veta direkt när det kommer något nytt. Det är helt gratis att lyssna på vår podcast. Uh, ja, jag ska inte tjata mer nu. Men uh, ha en jättebra dag och så hörs vi snart igen. Tack så mycket. 